Welcome to the Where's the Focus podcast. WTF is an entertaining yet educational ride with top guests from every industry. Knowing where your focus goes, your energy flows. Hosted by top-selling author, sought-after speaker, leading coach, and high-level executive in the financial industry, Daniel Manginelli. So, WTF. (laughs) Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Oh, gosh. Jared, what is wrong with you today? You are I, in a friggin' mood, no, man. I don't You're, like to the sound of my own voice. But it was I prior to that. To Way it. prior to that. Producer Jen is in a mood, peeps. I, I just we tried to get her in the booth here, and she's all over in the, the map. <laughs> What's well, going on? We I, could have a therapy. Well, this is a Jen therapy session. Are you okay? Oh, is it? Well, I don't you, know. Are you man. really concerned? I am. Kind of. You barked at me <laughs> twice today. Like I did I'll not. be there when I'm ready. How's that sound? I had things to do. You've got nothing going on besides <laughs> this. You're kidding me. Fine. Come on, Jen. <laughs> Breakfast, most important meal of the day. <laughs> Very important Says. on my list. And I was, you know what? Maybe I was a little hangry because it was like 11. Dude, and usually are, I eat like at 10. You so. are not. You gave me the stank <laughs> eye. You're not you when you're hungry. Uh, I don't you know who that? you were, but let's not have that happen. I'll get you a Snickers bar. How's that sound? <laughs> hey, you know what? If we could be sponsored by Snickers, that'd be perfect for Jen. This way she doesn't get hangry. <laughs> let's uh, let's try this again. Oh, here we go. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Welcome back to the WTF Where's the Focus podcast. This is the last day of January. Here we come, February, and Valentine's Day is coming up after that, is it not? I think so. Happy Valentine's Day. Jen, that might be the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry, that's the only one we have. (laughs) I could only find that Uh, one. Happy Valentine's Day. Please be my Valentine. Uh, That was... No. No, I will not with that creepy guy. You know what I know the best news of today, Jen? You want to know the best news? Come on. Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Do you? Today is the last day of dry January. Oh, let me tell you, it's a yay for me. Do you know what dry January is, Jen? I do. I I also do dry January. No wonder why you're freaking so grumpy. Okay, go ahead and then I'm going to say my story. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go ahead. Because my dry January didn't last very long. Uh, this is exactly what we're talking about. So let's talk about dry January. I'm going to read to you what it says. It says, dry January comes after the time of year when people drink the most, according to UCLA Health. Some people as much as double their alcohol consumption between Thanksgiving and New Year's compared to the rest of the calendar year. You fall in that category? True. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You and UCLA Health think the same way. And then it's like my birthday, so it, I'm just uh, full, you know. Right. It also <laughs> comes the time of year when many people are making resolutions. We can also go unfulfilled. Jai January is also with a ton of benefits. Aside from the health benefits, you have clearer skin. You sleep better. You also have saved money. Makes sense. According to Consumer Insight Group, Venix. of Americans say they want to reduce their alcohol intake. A study published in the British Medical Journal shows people who gave up alcohol for one month had significant improvements in their health and lost an average of four pounds. Did you lose four pounds, Jen? Since you made it, what, three days in dry January? (laughs) I did lose like three. There you go. All right. I'm thinking about it. Research shows even a break from alcohol for moderate to heavy drinkers can produce immediate health benefits. Along with them are weight loss, better sleep, Improved mood and energy levels, increased physical activity due to more energy, better diet due to better dietary restraints and fewer empty calories intake, 
decent growth factors related to cancer, insulin resist, uh, resistance, and blood pressure, a reduction in liver fat and blood sugar. How do you sound? Do you sound like uh, you, all those things made it for two days that you made it into dry January? You said you were going to tell me a story. I made it for like three weeks. And then Friday, There's last Friday, and just... See, this is like, like I do dry January and then when I stop, it's like five vodka sodas in one night and then three shots and then it's just like downhill. I'm just making up for all of January in one night. (laughs) But everything that you mentioned here, the weight loss, better energy, physical activity, like I was waking up on Sunday mornings working out because I was not tired. Right. You know? Look at that. So let's talk about how do you survive dry January? I'm going to read to you what they said there on Mr. Google, how you survive in the research that I did here at the WTF, how you survive dry January to make it actually 31 days instead of 26 or whatever you made there. Okay. One is you have an accountability partner. Two, setting goals and taking it one day at a time. Three, journaling and self-reflection. Four, setting social boundaries for yourself. Five, find healthy alternatives. Six, evaluating your social circle. Stopping <laughs> <laughs> around alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> now, here's for me. I'm going to give you, Jen, what, uh, what I feel. I didn't, I didn't think I drank that much. And, you know, it really came to my attention. I did obviously have one more day to go. And I don't drink daily, obviously. But most of us, you know, at a social events, um, you know, you have a drink. It's kind of a habit when you're places, especially for me when I golf. It's kind of more of a habit of the situation or dinner parties. Um, I went to a a social event, which was a speakeasy. Uh, There's not really any of those anymore because there's no prohibition, but it was a speakeasy. It was difficult. That dinner parties, I had to go a couple of those. It was difficult. The beach, it was difficult there. Watching sporting events with friends, that that's that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And also when you're you know, when you're going to someone's house, the first thing they do is they offer you a drink, just like I do. You want a glass of wine or beer. So you realize on the social factor of you know what it comes down to. So for me, I had to commit to myself to say no compromise. And if anybody watches this, you know I'm not wired right and I do things and I kind of stick to it. And you know, it's a good quality, but it's a bad quality when you have people around you. Maybe it goes by evaluating my social circle. Maybe I need to evaluate that too. So I did no compromise. So there was no damp, dry, you know, January. There was no dryish January for me. You know, all of those for me were a justification to allow me to compromise. What my goal was, which was to make it 31 days. Um, to be in a situation where I know it was going to be difficult, but to have to rise to the occasion. So, I hope you guys are getting the picture right now. Today's podcast really isn't about not drinking or January. It's about how you stay committed to something and what you commit to. And most of all, the goals you wrote in 2023 have major benefits to your life. Financial, your health benefits, your relation benefits. Hey, anything worth writing had a benefit the question would be, did you stick with it? Was it the same list? Wait, in dry, maybe it's the same list as dry January of sticking to your goals. Let's go. Having an accountability partner, setting, setting goals and taking it one day at a time, journaling and self-reflection, setting social boundaries for yourself, finding healthy alternatives, evaluating your social circle. Maybe those things have the same thing as your goal. Right? Maybe it's just part of part of life. Maybe that's how life works, or you're it's just like your work. Staying committed and having desire is not easy. 
The question for all of us is we have to ask ourselves, do we really, 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 really want it? Do you really, really, really want to go 31 days? Do you really, really, really want to better your financial system? Do you really, really, really want to save money? Do you really, really, really want to increase your sales? You have to ask yourself, do you really want it? Because if you can't see yourself making it, you'll compromise and you won't stay committed. Take it off your list. Take it off your list this year to goals when you realize it's not going to be something you're going to do, but it was great for you to write down. Everyone listening to this, how many of I hope there's thousands, but anybody listen to this and share it with your friends <laughs> have accomplished something they really wanted. All of us have in some way. I mean, I saved money for a bike when I was young. Did you buy a bike when you were young? Did you save money for something, Jen, when you were a little kid? That was last week because you're... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still saving. For I know, everything. but did you? Was there something you accomplished that you can think of right now that you had to you had to compromise things to so you can get it? It's a long pause. This isn't. I'm nice. thinking. Okay, well, I'll, you let you, you, I'll come back to you if you oh, like. Okay. You, your brain's not working. You know what it is? You drank this weekend, <laughs> I and think it's it not. Is. I, I think, think it that's is. what it is. I'm on a delay. Or as, as we were teenagers, some of us had to save for a car, and there was compromises you had to do when you save for a car. Your friends were going out, but you had to work because you wanted a car. So you didn't get to go out with your friends because you had a job because you knew you were saving for a car. I don't know, losing 15 pounds or something. You know, you 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 did the different things. You didn't go to dinner when you had to. You ate chicken. But you did the things and you compromised. Or maybe you did a 90-day burn in your business. And that's where you go and, and you prospect and try to make phone calls for 90 days, just 90 days. When you say you're going to do, I'm going to do a 90-day burn, and then you have to do it straight. You had to make sacrifices. And when you did it, let me explain to you, you felt better than you did before. And you're proud of yourself. You're absolutely proud of yourself. And maybe just in that, you had better sleep improved mood and energy levels, increased physical activities due to more energy. Maybe you had a better diet because of the situation of how you felt about yourself. Those are the things that relate to life that kind of go from the same thing. So I ask all of us, look at our goals that we just wrote and ask yourself, do you really, 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 really want it? Do you really want what you wrote down? Those were just not words that you wrote. Some inside there is what you really wanted to accomplish. You just got off track. Somewhere along the road, you just got off track. So how do you get back on track? Well, here, let me read this. Have an accountability partner, <laughs> setting goals and taking it one day at a time, journaling and self-reflection, setting goals and boundaries for yourself, finding healthy alternatives and evaluating your social circle. That goes with not just drinking, that goes with life. Trust me, doing the right thing isn't always the easy thing to do, without a doubt. But just like if, you know, for me on the dry January that hit when the night was over and I woke up on Sunday with no headache and in my mind didn't waste the day with a hangover, I felt like I won the day. I felt like that compromise from last night that was really difficult, I'm in a better place on the next day. And again, this isn't about dry January. This is about our goals and commitments. So get back to winning the day. It's not easy, but trust me, the feeling on the other side of commitment and desire is just a better life. Thanks for checking in today, my WTFers. 
hey, let me know if you made it for dry January, if you committed to doing it. And to answer your question, no, Jen did not make it. She's vodkas and sodas and tequila. And (laughs) I'm going to go back to having an accountability partner, setting goals and taking one day at a time, Jen, journaling journaling and self-reflection, maybe setting social boundaries for yourself. I'm going to post this. I would keep it in my purse or something. Take a picture so I have it on my phone. Read it every minute of the day. Evaluate your social circle. That's that's it. So as I said, thank you. I'd love to hear your story if you made it through dry January. Better yet, I'd love to hear a story about you pushing yourself past the difficult and the results that you got that you really wanted because you really, 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 really wanted it. And I'd love to talk about it on next week's WTF podcast. So email me at dan at manginellegroup.com. That's dan at manginellegroup.com. And remember, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Make this week count out there, WTFers, and have fun and make your dreams come true.